Chuck Quality Egger here for Without Your Head, along with my beard and cheesecake, man. Cheesecake. So, I'm here to discuss the 2023 film Pig Lady, directed by Adam Fair. You know, college types, heading into the woods, staying in a cabin, hanging out, having sex, doing drugs, hot tubbing it, roasting a pig, you know, the usual kind of thing. But this is not one of your usual wrong turn backwoods bumpkins endeavors. This one at least offers something a little bit different story-wise. Now, I will say the characters in this, in a positive way, is that they're basically likable. Sure, you got the one guy who's kind of a little bit of Bradley Cooper there, and uh, he's all, you know, being manly, but he's not a douchebag. They're all kind of likable. The two gals, the two guys. Now, it's not like, say, The Fear, the one from 1995, where you had that dreadlocked white rapper who just, oh, man, bump him off first, please. It's not that kind of thing. You don't know who's going to get it, if they're going to get it, that kind of thing. So it, it keeps you interested, and that's good. And you can bet it's... <laughs> The pig lady? Well, the tagline is, some people are best left alone. Well, it's not that the people are left alone, or she is. She can't really leave them alone. So, you'll see. Now, the pros. There is plenty to like. The acting is very natural. Uh, the conversations seem natural. These are not amateur people trying to read lines and it just comes off as I'm reading lines. You really do listen to what they're saying, especially because these are actors that well, I'm not familiar with. So it's easy to just get involved and uh, listen to them without thinking, oh, I've seen that person in this movie or that movie. So it's very good in that sense. They're all likable, as I said. Uh, they have their bickerings and things like that, but you really don't mind them at all. Gender roles. There's an interesting thing going on throughout the movie discussing gender and the manner that, you know, the, the lead guy especially, he's always talking about being a man and doing manly things. Whereas the gals always have to, something to say about that, and especially when they're off to the side kind of laughing. And when the one gal says, what does being a man even mean? You know, so there's those things going on, and uh, it's kind of timely. I appreciated that. So there's a feminine perspective in this. It's just not all the the guy thing. Or, it, you know, they're not typical cliches in that manner. It, it, there's just enough of this that you kind of, you enjoy it. The pigs, 
are very good actors in this. <laughs> I gotta say, they they don't like freak out and stuff, you know. And they say it's difficult working with animals, but these these pigs, they were uh, they were pretty good. Now, the pig lady herself. It's interesting that you never really see her face completely. There's like hair hanging there or it's from a view or in shadow. So there's a bit of a mystery going on there. I mean, you know she's really not a proper Avon lady, but um, I like that aspect of it. The setting. Now, it's not your typical cabin in the woods thing. I mean, the cabin itself is pretty fantastic. And uh, everything is not really that remote. There's, you can see other houses. You can see traffic and things going. So, so it makes it more challenging to keep the evil secrets. And uh, they managed to do that. The technical aspects. These guys... Gals, crew, they knew what they were doing. This one is nicely shot. The, the framing, they, they just had everything right. It's the visual perspective, the edits. It all, it all worked nicely, I gotta say. Now, one thing I hate about, especially these billion-dollar movies, this one isn't, but in many of the big, huge-budget movies... If there are just two people talking, the camera's like doing this and like, just put it on a tripod, hold it still. They had this well under control. You could tell when there were handheld moments and, but it wasn't crazy. Now there was one scene where a truck was turning around and the camera was all kind of NYPD blue going on there. But, you know, minor complaint for the one thing, because it was all very well handled and actually quite impressive so good on that the drone usage oh so many low budget movies just love those drones now but in this they were not overdone you got just enough of a view it wasn't like hey cinerama you know it, it was well contained and it, there was just enough not too much. I appreciated that as well. A half hour in, I wasn't really sure what Pig Lady's game was yet. Now, we got a hint at the beginning, so you know something's afoot. But the thing about that is, and the true crap doesn't hit the fan until about an hour in, but you're still wondering something. You, you want to know, where's where is this going? What is her... Oh my God, I'm going to say it, character's motivation. But if you stick through to the very end, you'll, you'll get your answers. And it was good enough for me, I'd say. Now, on to the cons or the negatives. Um, okay, this group of four, it was two male-female couples. Boy, they sure had some peripheral vision handicap. I mean, there was the one guy who would say, hey, I thought I saw something, you know. And of course, the gals are a little smarter in all this. But still, um, 
you know, there would be moments where a character's facing a certain direction and it's like, how come they can't see this or that? But again, minor quibbles, because let's face it, if certain things were noticed, the film would have been over sooner. I would also say, if you have a captor and you're going to hit him over the head with something hard, finish the job so you make sure you can get away. But again, minor quibble because, you know, we don't want the movie to be about 15 minutes long and that's about it. Uh, okay. Ugh. There are a lot of like indie directors or filmmakers who, and I won't name names, but they just love putting in some homespun rap. Just don't. Just please don't. Okay. Um, now, for my biggest beef of all. All right. Now, take into consideration, I myself am part of the LBGTQ community. But, one thing I am freaking sick and tired of is when you have basic gay male characters. Now, this is trans characters aside. It's great to see trans characters and trans actors. Now, that's a different thing here. But when you have a basic gay male character, they don't always have to be fabulous and see I can't even do that trill so um it's just it's overdone it's just in every damn movie and tv show and before some of you start screaming oh you're femme bashing no consider this if every movie especially horror movie or show had gay male characters who were serious S&M Leatherman, there would be some of you who would be screaming, uh-uh, no, we're not all like that. There's a variety. You, it's just not one thing. Therein lies my point. We're not all finger-snapping girlfriend diva wannabes. And the wisecracking thing, like in this film, it's all for comic relief. So you go, oh, <laughs> I love that. It's tired. I'm sorry. Um, I can relate to characters. Like, let's just have some more characters that are regular schmoes like myself. Um, now, in the film, they start in Hillcrest. I've been to Hillcrest numerous times. I'm based in Palm Springs. So anywhere I can turn around, you're going to uh, spot a gay guy. But it's not all going to be, you know a big old stereotype. Okay. That's my big beef on that one. So let's wrap it up, shall we? Unless you want to stare at my beard a while longer. It is nice, isn't it? Thank you. So overall, yeah, worth a look. Now, whether you it'll be something you remember along down the road, that's up to you. Uh, some may find this just absolutely amazing. Um, I, for one, for instance, can't stand all the Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street sequels and things like that. It's just, ugh. But there are people who love them and just eat it up. So there's going to be 
in this film, something that I'm sure people are just going to go coolest. But um, in general, I was entertained. Um, I just wish that all involved here or whoever's responsible for most of it would have just gone the extra inch or two of making it more its own, a little unique from everything else, especially the woods and killer and slash them up kind of movies. Because like I said, some of the cliches, the, the stereotypes, um, just, I sit there when I see that and I just go, <sighs> and it kind of takes me out of the movie a little bit to get myself back into it because I'm a little annoyed with some of that. So, hey, give it a watch. As a matter of fact, I think what I'm going to do is give it another watch and try to see more into it. And uh, you never know. So, for Without Your Head, I'm Todd Quality Yeager. Cheesecake Man.